0: Hello, College Hoops fans, and welcome back to another episode of No Vertical Podcasts with your hosts, Alex and Billy. Today, we are joined by a very special guest, a fellow Buffalo alum, Dave Brunetti. In this episode, we'll be getting into a debate on who wears the crown in the state of New York. Is it St. John's, Syracuse, or even Buffalo? Find out who reigns supreme in the Empire State on this week's episode of No Vertical. Hello, everyone. So, we're back on another episode of No Vertical. Uh, Like I said in the intro, we're joined by our good friend Dave, a fellow Buffalo alum. So, Dave, I'll let you introduce yourself a little bit.
1: First of all, guys, it's a pleasure to be here. Uh, I graduated with these two guys from UB. And I'm low-key a Syracuse fan, but that's the last hey. time I'll talk about Syracuse today. <laughs> Thank I'll God. we will be arguing for UB.
0: Um, yeah, so pretty much the point of this episode, we're just going to duke it out a little bit, you know, some bloodshed here and there. But uh, we'll, we'll figure out, we'll uh, debate who is New York's college basketball team. And I uh, hope everyone will enjoy it and see that St. John's is truly the uh, reigning All supreme. <laughs> all right, come on. I think we all know how this is going to end up all right so so first off, we're just going to address real quick um, we We created a Twitter poll yep. on on the no vertical Twitter account, follow us at no vertical um, that addressed this very topic, and I included an, an other category which is probably <laughs> the stupidest thing I could have done in the state of New York because yep. apparently. Every person from St. Bonaventure saw this poll and uh, just ripped into us. So pretty much, I'll include a bit about St. Bonaventure, but I think consensus agreement is there's no way we could have uh, – St. Bonaventure not repping New York. Let's be real. I mean, a great program, great team. Do I have respect for them? Yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, does anyone else want to take this away? Because I, I – I got yeah. I got nothing. <laughs> I really don't.
1: Um, well, I mean, so their team, they're always the underdog. They're always in the mix going you know, toward March. So whether they can win their conference championship and get in. And Everyone loves rooting for them in the area, especially Western New York. Uh, but I don't know. When you got stacked up against Syracuse or the school's downstate or Buffalo, it kind of gets overshadowed, unfortunately, for sure. But
0: So I, I did a little bit of research, and I know Alex did as well. Yeah. On these programs, um, just just for comparison. So, if you're not familiar, St. Bonaventure. It's a small school located in Western. I'd say Western New York, right? That's that's safe only in Western New York.
1: Southern tier of Western southern New tier. York. Southern tier. Yeah. All right. Nice All right. To so everybody. Southern
0: tier uh, area. Um, so I looked back pretty much the past every season since 1980, right? And Saint Bonaventures only had fifteen seasons in that thirty-eight span, season span. There, that they were over five hundred. Ooh. Um. And just comparison, I mean Buffalo, you can't really put them in in this argument because they've only been Division One for the past like, twenty seasons. But even them, mm. they've been over five hundred twelve times out of the twenty seasons. For you know, that's a sixty percent success rate. Syracuse, which is going to play right into Alex's hand later on. That's right. 38 for 38. That's right. That's impressive. That's extremely impressive. Jim Beha, Uh, maybe. St. John's came in at 24 out of the past 38. So just for comparison to show you, you know, what we're working with here. St. Bonds, they've had some good years, that's for sure. I mean, I know previously they've made a Final Four, which is impressive for any school, especially a smaller school. Right. But you know, I, enrollment is like two thousand kids. Like you can't rep a whole state with two thousand people. That that just <laughs> doesn't make sense to me. You know, so um, yeah. I mean, strength of schedule last season was the weakest of all these schools mentioned. Uh, you know, I mean, they had a decent year. They had just as good record, pretty much, as Buffalo last year. Um, both mid-major conferences for the most part, obviously. You know, a10 is a little stronger than the MAC, but I mean, if you're looking at strength of schedule and whatnot, I mean, they're they're pretty similar. Buffalo had 80, was ranked 83. St. Bon's 88. So, you know, nothing really popping out at me to make St. Bonaventure a case here.
1: I mean, it does say a lot about their fan base, though, if they're a school of what you said, 2000, and they tore you guys apart that much on Twitter, <laughs> they're, pretty, they're pretty unified. So, oh, they're true. feisty. They're a
0: feisty bunch, the Bonneys. You got
2: to also give a little credit to Jalen Adams because he's a hell of a basketball player. So, Oh,
0: my goodness. Tremendous yeah. guard. Tremendous. And a possible NBA, you know, yeah. future there. So, I mean, I'm not downplaying the Bonnies by any stretch here. But I just, you know, they're a great program, like I said. But I I just can't see that school repping New York. No. I would agree. Yeah. All right. So so we had to address the Bonnies fans. <laughs> I know they were coming from my throat a little bit. But, yeah. um, you know, great program. Great program, though. Kudos to the Bonnies out of the A-10. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, I don't really know how to break this down because it's such a weird kind of topic to debate. Um, but, Dave, why don't you make a case, start making a case for Buffalo over there?
1: All right. Uh, so, I guess... Um... First of all, um, this is an argument about which uh, school is the uh, school of New York State. So I would make the argument of the state school. You're uh, <laughs> the only team in this debate who can, you know, do that. That is true. You're not wrong. Yeah. So letting you guys have that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, they're kind of new to the, you know, the forefront of that. The league. I think they got the number 26 on the super early RPI. Uh, I was hoping they break the top 25, but we got a little snub there. Um, but, you know, they, in the last 20 years, said uh, they got 12, uh, over 500 years. And uh, I think that really turned the corner when they picked up Hurley after uh, Reggie Witherspoon left. Um, I think that's huge of putting a good foundation. So they definitely, uh, been a lot better in the past few years. I think they made the tournament last three or four years, uh, which is awesome, especially for this area. Um, and they have like all their, I think, minus West Clark. I think pretty much everyone's coming back.
0: Uh, uh awesome. I, I Kenneth Smart is the only one I think in addition to West Clark not coming back. But yeah, they're they're returning the majority of the squad.
1: Yeah, so they'll, they'll keep it going. Uh, I think you know almost. Maybe top three, of Mac. Uh, no, no argument there. So I think they have a great shot of going back. Uh, they made it into uh, second round. Got the first win last year in the tournament. Beat Arizona, which I have a bone to pick with you guys about that on uh, Twitter. Uh, I remember way back when uh, you guys were asking for predictions. <laughs> we all made predictions.
0: Mm, yeah,
1: I think Zach said one. Uh, my our other friend Zach who graduated with, that Arizona was just going to run them over in the second half. But I said, nah, once UB finds their three, I think they made 15 threes that game or something like that. Uh, yeah, something crazy. To, yeah, we're able to, you know, put them over. There was no, no response crickets on that one.
0: Uh, I mean, <laughs> when, you, when you're wrong, you're wrong, dude. Yeah. you know. <laughs> so you true. just got to eat it and, uh, you know, you That's can't right. always be right. You can't yep. – you, you just got to accept – Defeat sometimes and I definitely underestimated Buffalo in that game. Yep. Um yep. you know, I, really I, I like the, the points you're making does. so far. I like the points you're making so far, but I will come back at you a little bit with the history <laughs> aspect. I mean Oh for sure. B- Buffalo is it's it's a very like up and coming program for sure. I I don't debate you on that one. That's they're 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 rising very quickly, especially with Nate Oates as the head coach out there.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: Um, but I'm going to hit you with the history aspect. I mean, St. John's is currently sitting at the ninth most wins in all of college basketball.
2: Uh, who sits ahead of them, Bill?
0: Um, all right. Well, that's the Orange. But <laughs> uh, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just going to Dave right now a little bit. You know? Okay. So okay. the okay. Orange, the Orange, I'll make a case against later. Okay. Um, you know, there's really like. I'm trying to go down the line here. I don't really recall anyone from recent Buffalo teams in the league right now.
1: Yeah, I think you have to go back too far for that. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's... Pelham, I think. Sam Pelham?
0: Yeah.
1: I, I... What, that was like the 70s, I believe?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's... Nothing's coming to recent memory. I know there was a workout for a couple of kids. And Wes Clark, he's got potential. But currently, yeah. I don't think there's anyone from the Bulls in the NBA right now. Uh, i know there's a couple guys uh from saint john's a couple guys more than a couple from syracuse um but you know i i'm I mean, just uh, i'm just not seeing like the, buff- the the culture you know that that's my debate with buffalo is is it's lacks culture bu buff- the basketball had a culture
1: team, like since i believe the forties though no not you know big d one by any means or anything i think they're what D three and D two at those times?
0: Yeah, yeah, um, they were they were lower division.
1: But if you add that, um, you know, and then the recent times, I think that's a pretty solid case, especially for this this corner of New York. Um, Saint John's has had a re- pretty rough go, past uh, few seasons. And um, once again, you know, no debate stress, there. But, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know it ebbs and flows, and I think. The growing argument is huge for UB. I think there's, like, an initiative to add about, I think, maybe five 1000 uh, students in the next couple of years so as they're growing. Uh, I think uh, UB's going to be a bigger name and get some better recruits, and Nate Oates is kind of putting together, you know, a perennial good team. So I think you're just going to see them get bigger. But, yeah, no argument on the history thing. I don't know how you how you argue that UB has better history than, you know, like Orange or St. John's. Uh, right. But and, I mean, on that same side, I think just because you're old doesn't make you better at all, though. Um, but these these two teams are uh, have a more richer uh, upbringing than you'd be for sure. I won't be, you know, slandering you guys with that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I think just the mid-major aspect also kind of hurts Buffalo in this in this debate because I know on Twitter a lot of people were coming at Buffalo calling them out for being the mid-major school, as well as, you know, the St. Bonds argument, the mid-major schools, they can't rep mm. a, a basketball-rich state like New York. So, it, you know, that, that aspect really hurts Buffalo because I do think that they're a great program. I do think that they're coming up big time. But I think, too,
1: if they can get out of the MAC, uh, that would change things around. But they haven't done that yet. I was hoping they were going to do that a few years ago. but Yeah, the, the there was long. there was
0: kind of a push for it.
1: Yeah, I forget the reasoning, but yeah, maybe sneaking into the big town or something. Uh, that would have nuts.
0: I think that's really the direction that the program is going to go into. I think they just got a new AD in. Uh, I think he officially moved in like yesterday, actually. Um, oh, really? So we'll see what he's trying to do. I think he came over from Memphis, I want to say. That's, that's a cool. big move. Yeah, so we'll see what Buffalo has in store for uh, in terms of conference shifts. I think you're right, Dave, that it will help them in this debate going forward. But as of now, I think it definitely hurts them. It also, I feel like and pretty much being in the SUNY system, you know, it, it casts a little bit of a, of a shadow on the program, you know, because I feel like people will play down to the SUNY system, even though, yeah, some you know,
1: preconceptions.
0: there has been uh, some pretty crazy alumni to come out of the SUNY system. Um, not just basketball, you know, all the way around, but it, it it definitely hurts Buffalo's case in this in this debate for sure.
1: I, I hear where you're from. I disagree, but <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear about the Orange House.
2: All I right, I got you. Um, so I'll start out by referencing that, uh. Ranking that Billard already mentioned, the number one, the leaders in wins in NCAA history. Syracuse is currently sitting at number six overall. Um, surprisingly, Temple is ahead of them. I mean, they were good for a long time, but it's been a while, so that was yeah. a little surprising to see. Um, but yeah, um, I'm not sure if this is counting, like taking off the loss, the wins that Bayheim lost. Um, during that NCAA investigation. But, mm-hmm. yeah, so they're obviously sitting ahead of St. John's at number nine. Um, and then Buffalo is not even on the top 50 in this list. <laughs> so <laughs> uh,
1: there's, there's my
2: argument there. Um, if you go back and look at all-time tournament uh, performances, obviously Syracuse won the national championship in 2003. But they've also mm-hmm. been runner-up twice. They've been to over five Final Fours, multiple Elite Eights. You know, going back to the 50s, they were very, very good. So they've got the the resume in the tournament as well. Um, once mm-hmm. again, I'll mention that they beat St. John's in that factor too um, in all of those wins. Uh, And then again, if you look at uh, players in the NBA right now, there's obviously not a ton of big-name players playing other than Carmelo Anthony, who (laughs) are really making an impact. But there's over 20, I think 25 first-round picks um, from the Syracuse uh, rosters, and there's a lot of big names in in those picks, you got, you got Derek Derek Coleman, obviously. Carmelo Anthony was probably the the best prospect to come out of Syracuse. Um, but then you got to think about people like uh, Dion Waiters, who was a good role player for a couple of years. Johnny Flynn, who before he fell off, was not too bad of a backup point guard. Uh, Michael Carter-Williams was the rookie of the year. So there's the, the history of solid players coming out as well. Um, overall, the, just the history of Syracuse basketball and the six overtime game. Everybody's heard about the six overtime game. Uh,
1: six overtime game. Yeah.
2: Um, you also have just the culture of the, the orange team. You have one of the best coaches ever to coach in the NCAA and Jim Beheim. Um, who has an all-time record of 37 21 seasons. That's pretty pretty impressive. Um including the suspension. Uh, I think I think including <laughs> the suspension. <laughs> that I'll give you that. That that takes that takes a little bit. Plus we have the whole birdie fine situation which nobody brings up okay. anymore but that was, that was there. I'll give you credit for that fun. one too. So there's there's obviously some things that could could hinder people thinking that Syracuse is a is a good omen for New York basketball, but if you ask people I'd say the majority of the people in New York, if you ask them which college basketball team they would root for in New York State, not the city. That's a different. good call. Good call on that one. Make, <laughs> we have to make that, that mm-hmm. declarative statement right there. Uh, I guarantee you a good majority of them would say Syracuse,
0: and you're not wrong on that. You're definitely not wrong on that. Um, see, my whole what I was gonna come at you with, um, was pretty much exactly what you hit on, like the whole scandal culture and like what that brings to a program and the the black eye Mm. that that will cast on a program. For sure. Um, I mean, just look at what it pretty much did to SMU when they got the death penalty back in the day, you know, right. I mean, it, not to that severity, but it definitely hurts a little bit in terms of, you know, like their legacy, behinds legacy. will always have something attached to it and whether it's justified or not, you know, it's, it's going to be there. Um, The whole scandal back in the day with Fab Mello and whatnot. Right. Um, yeah. Definitely. It definitely hurts his, his uh, reputation a little bit, you know, I would it, agree with that, yeah.
1: Uh, really and,
0: and you could say, I mean, it probably occurs way more frequently in college sports. Let's be real; than it's uh, publicized. But oh yeah, currently there's been no major scandals <laughs> that I'm aware of <laughs> like that to that extent at St. John's or Buffalo. So that that's we got that going in our. That's true. <laughs> Um Has it happened? Who knows? You know, I'm not going to say it. It definitely never happened. Mm-hmm. But um, and then back to your point on uh, the Syracuse winning. You know, I, I got nothing for that. Yep. they they uh <laughs> they they won the championship. You know, that's fair right. Square. Uh, but St. John's has also been to the big stage, and and I'll hit you with uh, some of that. So St. John's did make uh two Final Fours. Um, I believe they uh, were in the championship game, came in runner up. Um, they.
1: Had well, was pretty
0: that... pretty notable alumni. Not recently. That was 1952. <laughs> um, you know what? They were still a runner-up. Um, My
1: grandpa remembers.
0: Uh, Mullen brought them to the Final Four against uh, Patrick Ewing's uh, Georgetown team, I believe. That's that was a um, tough team. Uh, so you know they they they've been to the big stage. I, albeit not recently, <laughs> but. Uh, they also do have some pretty notable alumni and some Hall of Famers um, that, you know, you have to bring to the equation here, like Chris Mullen. Um, they had uh, Malik Seeley come out of St. John's, Mark Jackson, Bill Wennington, Ron Artest, Mo Harkless, who's currently still in the league, I believe. Excuse um, me, I believe you're about to say meta World Peace. Oh, sorry. Well, yeah, he was Ron Artest yeah. at St. John's. This is true. This is true. Um, you know, uh, let's see. I mean, they had Luke Harnaseka, one of the greatest okay. basketball coaches of all time. Um, they produced, now granted, he didn't coach, I don't believe it's St. John's, but they did produce the most winning high school coach in New York State, Jack Curran, <laughs> who coached at my alma mater, uh, Archbishop Molloy High School. I, I think you just won the debate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So, and I'm leaving people out here from notable alumni, but uh, you get the drift. I mean, both Syracuse and St. John's have a pretty storied history of producing uh, big-time players and a lot of guys that went overseas uh, most recently, you know. Um, they did have a draft pick a couple of years back. So Dominic Pointer went in the second round. Um, like I mentioned, Mo Harkless was a one-and-done out of St. John's. So, I mean, they get the talent. Shmory Pond's likely to get drafted next year. Mustafa Heron, probably going to get drafted next year if he can play this year. Um, so th- there's talent there. And, uh, and I think it's coming back. The culture's coming back. And, you know, I can't not talk about the city aspect because that's, that's a very polarizing topic <laughs> in a debate mm-hmm. of New York State and New York City. So if, in case you're not aware, uh, there's two very different cultures in New York State. Um, the downstate culture, which is the city in Long Island, basically, and the upstate culture. Um, which even that has,
1: you know, people get angry about that for Western New York versus Northern New York and
0: all the other breakdowns. Yeah, we're, it's a pretty weird state. I'm not going to lie. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a little similar, I guess, you can compare it to California in that, you know, there's a lot of different views on a lot of different things in one governed state. But anyway, back to basketball. <laughs> so you there's no other uh more famous arena than Madison Square Garden. And that plays right into St. John's hand in this debate because that is their home court split with Carnesecca Arena in Queens. So I mean the Carrier the Carrier uh Dome Dome is uh it. It, it's it's a iconic basketball venue. There's no debate there. But in terms of, you know, the hierarchy I'm gonna to have to go with MSG on that one.
2: I'll give you, I'll give you that, but at the same time, is that where they play every every home game?
0: Oh no, they split with Carnesec right, Arena. Right, right, right. Um, and but they do pack. You know, Carnesec Arena is is not the, the biggest venue in the world. So during big games and stuff like say against Qs, against Nova, uh, Georgetown, you know the big games, the big rivalry games that those will be at the Garden. But um, in that
2: same effect, the Syracuse the Carrier Dome has, for the last couple of years, been one of the most populated arenas for home games. Well, that's, I don't because, have the, that's because that's because football stadium. But
1: half the, half the seeds you can't even see it because the bleachers.
2: Are out. <laughs> <that's> true, <laughs> but the fact of the matter is, people are still willing to show up to come watch Syracuse basketball. Good and, team or average team are still going <laughs> to come out and they're going to pack the the dome, hey, even
0: I, if they can't see. So I, we're still getting the numbers. I, I'll give it to you. You definitely have the numbers on your side on that one. Uh, but I will say that I've been to many, many uh, Carneseca Arena games for St. John's, and those get packed out. So, I mean, I don't think it's a, it's a, a lack of – you know, people wanting to be there. I just think it they reach capacity type That's thing. That's um,
1: I'd like to bring this argument a little bit back to Buffalo. I think. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> uh, in terms of alumni arena and doing, I think, more, of a lot less, a lot, a lot less. Um, I think you guys remember, uh, like, back freshman year, probably, what, 2012 now? Yep. Um, that, like, everyone – was there, a the student section was there, just because the tickets were free, you yeah. know, like, no, <laughs> there, there wasn't any enthusiasm or anything, but then we got Hurley and uh definitely started having some success, so now there's, like, really a good fan component, I think you guys all probably saw that half-court shot uh, promotion, yeah, uh, by Santoro's Pizza this year, <laughs> Shout out of course, Santora's. so, yeah, that place is insane, he, all he literally won, he made a half-court shot, and, Usually, other schools they give you free tuition or free car, yeah, or um, some that's kind, that's kind of money. Yeah, You <laughs> <laughs> won twelve medium pizzas <laughs> from a local pizza uh, shop, and everyone went insane. People running all over the court and stuff. And um, it was on
0: actually ESPN. Uh, yep. I think Jay Billis yep. did a story on it. I want to say, or was it Scott Van Pelt? It Scott, might Van, Scott Pell. Van Pelt, yeah,
1: other bald guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, sorry,
0: Billis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: No, but that, that was huge. Uh, it's definitely a change, you know, since we, since we went through. Uh, the culture has definitely changed. It's a small, small gym, uh, you know, by any means, and uh, definitely fill it up and it gets loud. So I think uh, there's a lot to be said about that.
0: Um, and just completely, I mean, I'm going to hurt myself here a little bit, but Alumni Arena is way nicer. I'll say it than Carnesecca, and I know a lot of St. John's <laughs> fans are are kind of upset that Carnesecca is still standing, and they want a new arena on campus, which I completely agree with. But you know the logistical things that you have to jump through for that is a nightmare. But Alumni Arena is a if if you have the opportunity to see a Buffalo Bulls game, it's an incredible venue. Um, I enjoyed every game I went to there. Uh, it, it's truly a, a gem. I mean, they have like concerts there and everything. Like, it's a it's a legit venue. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll give you that. So, venue wise, when we're, when we're comparing Carneseca to alumni, you, you win on that one. <laughs> yeah, but I'll take it.
1: I'll take it. A um, yeah, just don't compare, you know, Madison Square to alumni.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah it's a little unfair. It's like seven <laughs> alumni. <laughs> um, and and just to hit back on. uh, Alex, a little bit with his Cuse. Uh, I mean, it's recent history, but I mean, the last time St. John's played, oh my God, Q's, <laughs> I believe it was a thirty-point blowout with this nonsense. Uh, yeah, I'm man. just saying, there. Um, you know, I got the I got the score in front of me here, but uh, you know, we know how it ended. We know how it went. We
2: know how it ended. But do you have the scores from the history of the Syracuse St. John's rival like
0: games? Overall, I'm trying to find the, uh, the numbers on that rivalry right now. But I'm assuming it's not going it, to... I think it actually is decently close. Um, I don't oh, think no. it's going to go in my favor, but I think it's decently close. Let's see. Uh,
1: decent if
0: I find it, I'll let you know. All right. You can, you can investigate that. But, <laughs> uh, I mean...
2: Well, uh, we can talk about St. Bonaventure real quick because the record... At least according to this random website that I just found, it was twenty-four to four in favor of Syracuse. I mean, hey, you had
0: all those kids barking, huh. uh, About and the...
2: and the St. John's fifty-one forty in favor of Syracuse.
0: So it's it's close though. It you know, close. it's not it's not as as big of a gap as people
2: might think. It's very close, and they're one of the teams that they've played the most. So that's a...
0: yeah. I mean, the, right there shows you everything where this debate's going. Sorry, Dave. Right, but. <laughs> <laughs> but I would love and I I I posted to someone on Twitter the other day if they could get a like a uh, Empire State rivalry kind of thing set up like a tournament yeah. within New York. I think like for out of conference that would be great. You know, it gives you know some backing to this silly argument that we're having right now. And I think it would actually help out a lot of schools out of conference. I mean you get maybe two, uh, maybe the lesser teams in New York. Not lesser, but, uh, you know, typically, we'll say 15 seeds yeah. in, uh, in New York. The uh, Iona Gales and maybe <laughs> Albany Great Danes at, uh, in the rotation there. And, and you get St. John's, uh, Syracuse, uh, Buffalo, St. Bonds in there. Uh, I mean, that's a hell of a tournament yeah, if I'll you, give you can make that day happen. Day um, maybe, you know, some of the other schools in western New York. Uh, get in there involved, but you know it—it it gives everyone an opportunity to uh to see what the rest of the state's got going on. And I don't think it really—we only really see St. John's and Cuse and maybe Buffalo Cuse often. Yeah. I think St. bonds has played Buffalo a couple times in recent history, but yeah. you don't really see any of those kind of tournaments really going on. And I—I I think that would be a great tournament if they could ever get it going.
1: Yeah, even nice, yeah, preseason type of deal and stuff. Uh, when they were doing those conference realignment things uh, a few years ago, I was hoping that the Big East would largely stay intact, and UB might sneak in there. But uh, I think some schools had a you know
0: bigger eyes for
1: other conferences, bigger conferences.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, watching Syracuse leave the Big East was was definitely rough. Yeah, that, that was like a the
2: rivalry. Yeah, that was a painful experience.
0: Yeah, it, it, it definitely it definitely hurt big time. Um, and, I mean, even back in the day with the Big East, you had Pitt in there, too. And I remember going to a bunch of St. John's Pitt games, and those were always a fun time. And, uh, I mean, Pitt's not the team that they used to be, but, you know, just losing out on those kind of games, it, it hurts. But the Big East realigned, and they came back, and the ACC is strong. And, uh, you know, hopefully Buffalo can show that they don't really belong in the Mac anymore and, and they're ready to move on up and we yeah. can have a, a, a you know, a less biased view. Discussion. <laughs> but, Dave, I'll also, also concede this. New York, uh, or Buffalo, sorry, is listed as New York's public powerhouse. So oh, yeah. You have that title. You have a few that title.
1: years ago, I think you guys probably <laughs> remember that. We, like, fans are doing a plus on Thursday to, like, state university of new york at buffalo bulls but new york was in like 52 five and like buffalo yeah yeah like yeah so yep. we, we
0: were in new
1: york for like a year or two
0: <laughs> yeah but that i'm gonna gone, say
1: think, and that backfired a little so
0: that rebrand was um, probably one of the worst i've ever seen <laughs> yeah.
1: wish we could have that money back huh? that's our yeah. choice then, so uh, yeah <laughs> No, I think the future is bright uh, for Buffalo. I think that's the, pretty much the best argument. They, they have hope uh, for the future. Uh, one thing that keeps nagging me about Syracuse, and like Syracuse and Alex can talk about it, is the future of Syracuse. I, once Beheim leaves, that's an institution you know, from the 70s. As he retires, Who, like, what happens after that? Can they have some continuity? I know Hopkins is left. Say, right, uh, yeah. Are you going to sneak back in the, into the scene?
2: Right. Like, so they do? That's a that's a good point, you know. Um I think the only way to keep a history going is if McNamara takes over. I know that's a stretch cuz he's a young guy. Mm-hmm. He but he's been there for what seems like 25 years. And and um, stuff. <laughs> right. So <laughs> I think that that'll give Syracuse, a little bit of that continuity you're talking about. Um, He's no Jim Beheim. Obviously, Jim Beheim's kind of a -a one-in-a-generation kind of coach. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, you're getting a very similar outlook on a team. He's obviously molded Jerry McNamara. He's allowed him to have a bigger role in recruitment. Um, He definitely has a say as far as helping um, guards along the way, um, which is why I think Syracuse has had such a good history of guards, is Jerry McNamara is there, and he was one of the best guards in our history. Also, has either he's either leading the NCAA in all-time three-pointers or he's close to the top. So mm-hmm. you have the history of a player that played very well and, has a national championship under his belt. He's got coaching experience at this point. So I think that the future, if that's what happens and they don't decide to bring somebody else from the outside in, or if they can't persuade Mike Hopkins to come back from Washington, which I think would be a pretty cool move. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. He'd have experience at that point. Exactly. So either one of those two moves, I think would be big for Syracuse to make. Um, Anything else that that kind of throws a monkey wrench into the situation where you're not sure what you're going to get. But, uh, yeah, I think that those two outcomes would be pretty ideal to the future of the the team. Mm
0: -hmm. I agree. And what you don't want to go, or what you don't want to happen, is a little bit of the fallout. After Luke Hornacek left St. John's and you, you lose such a valuable coach, and then it just kind of, the program just falls off a bit. And I'm I'm a little nervous, too, to bring it back to Buffalo on that. If Nate Oates decides to leave, what happens to that program? Yeah,
1: it's a hell of a lot of uncertainty. It's very true. But, I mean, they said that about Hurley, too. And then out of nowhere came, I think, one of the most winningest high school coaches from Michigan to, to save us. <laughs> so, I mean, anything can happen, and I'm, I'm sure he's thought about it. I know after the tournament this year, I think Pittsburgh tried to talk to him about their head coaching job, and uh, I think he made a good decision for us anyway. I don't know about himself; but he stayed with the team
0: uh, for this year. I think maybe next. I can't remember how many years, but yeah. Well, well, I will give uh, fans of UB a little hope. Allegedly, I'm not. I haven't confirmed this, but apparently, he just purchased a home. In Buffalo, there you go. (laughs) So it looks like he's settling in for a little while. I did. I believe he just got a contract extension too. um, Yeah, we're talking about that recently. So, or he's going to get one. I don't know. I know it's on the table. Um, I don't think he's going to leave anytime soon. But I think if there's not a conference realignment for them in the future, I think another big time school is going to try and swoop him up because he is a valuable asset to the program (laughs) for sure. (laughs)
1: Definitely, yeah. He's he's shown his mettle, and uh, he's definitely carried over the success from early, which I couldn't believe. I thought it'd be years to rebuild from that, and it wasn't at all. So that's, that's crazy. I think I think one thing I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up was uh, the success of uh, Buffalo's women's team uh, this year.
0: True. Oh my um, God, they Matthew they were a true gem this year. The,
1: yeah. Lost to the defending uh, champ, South Carolina, uh, but kept it close. I think uh, they're definitely going to be back in the mix next year. Uh, yeah. so, in a women's argument, I think most lately, I think they would take it over Syracuse St. John. I think I would make that claim. Um, <laughs> well, so Coach, Coach is-
0: Jack is doing a great job, and I'm glad you brought them up because they probably don't get enough credit for what they've done. Very true,
1: definitely, and just overall nice lady. She runs in the track all the time. <laughs> <laughs> we have we have club practice over there, running club practice, and she go talk to us, uh, you know, every day, say hi to us and stuff.
2: I will just say a bias
1: toward her. So I will
2: cool. say that Syracuse's women's basketball team was the runner up in the tournament two years ago.
1: Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So
0: we're no slouch there either. True, and I'm going to say St. John's women's basketball team has outshined the men's in recent. Years. So, <laughs> so, I mean, uh, kudos, kudos to the women's basketball team. We're not trying to be sexist or anything here. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think, I think at the end of the day, everyone's going to see that their team is the best team. I don't think you should ever feel that your team isn't a good team. Um, you know, these kids work hard for any program that they're at. Um, I'm glad we had the discussion, fellas. Any any last statements you guys want to close on? Uh, Go Bulls,
1: man. Go Bulls. Yeah. <laughs> Go That uh, uplifting ending, too, Bill. That was, that was important.
0: Yeah. yeah. was <laughs> a
1: divisive topic.
0: A little yeah.
2: Co- cohesiveness.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: and th- there's one thing we can all agree on, that, and that's that St. Bonaventures does not rep New York. Absolutely. We're <laughs> <laughs> <For our contest. laughs> All right, everyone. Uh, thanks for listening. And uh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast uh, wherever you're listening. I know predominantly we've been sharing the uh, Apple link to Apple Podcasts. So subscribe there, uh, like us on Anchor, uh, give us some feedback, rate us. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Follow us on Twitter at No Vertical. Um, and thank you, big thank you to Dave for uh, taking the time out of his busy schedule to uh, have this good chat with us. And uh,
1: thanks
0: for having me. And once again, uh, signing off for No Vertical. Thanks for listening, guys. See you guys.